I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have as yet discovered. I'm a superhero, I'm a, a real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. February is almost over. You know, it'd be over today if it wasn't for a, a leap year. So happy birthday, leap year babies. Thank God I don't have to remember your birthday for four more years. <sighs> All right. I have to share some very fun pieces of encouragement to help you unleash your superhero today. And we are going to be nerding out like we have never nerded out before. This sucks more than anything that has ever sucked before. No, 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 no. We're going to nerd out more than anyone that has ever nerded out before. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Let's rock it. I guess it could be true that this sucks more than anything that has ever sucked before. Right, Captain Influence? What do you think? Uh, too early to tell. Let's see. Okay, okay. Well, welcome to The Real Brian Show. Thanks for joining us. I am The Real Brian. And I am Captain Influence. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's Whoa. the mad scientist. Welcome back. Uh, I can't I've believe been expecting you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you you're getting into it, man. Oh, you you know me. I have I haven't heard you laugh like that in years. I don't think I've <laughs> laughed like that in years. Are well, you okay? No, you're not okay. But this but, is gonna be great. So let me ask you that: was that a laugh of joy or a laugh of madness? I think it was more like a madness, manicky kind of laugh. Honestly, yeah. Do you want to know what's creating madness in me right now? What is that? The snow, man. So much snow. We've had more snow than I've ever experienced in Colorado. Literally for like the last three weeks or so, it has snowed at least eight times or nine times in the last three weeks. Never seen that. I mean, it's great. The, The land needs it. Colorado needs it. It's white. It's better just, you than us. It's pretty, but you know, and some people are like, man, I'm just wishing for snow right now. I'm like, dude, we haven't. <laughs> I'm wishing Come for some here. sun, man. I need some. It's all right. It's good. It's winter. It's the way it's supposed to be. But you know, you must have gotten some of that from us. Salt Lake City got blasted a couple of weeks really? ago. Nice. So uh, I will gladly offload that onto you if it makes yeah. my commute shorter. <laughs> well, that's true. So, are you out? Th- Do you have a rear wheel, or are you rocking the four wheel? Uh, rocking the rear wheel. Oh, see, there you go. This just that's or not the, right. Or the front wheel. No, front wheel is actually good. Rear wheel yeah. in the snow is terrible. Of course. I think I'm front wheel. What are Corollas? I don't know what front Corollas wheel. are. Front, front wheel, wheel. Sweet. Doing okay. that. Never mind. I was like, if you're like you know just kind of fishtailing all over the place, then there's your problem. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I may or may not be doing that anyway, just because, you know, the best way, the best way to drive in snow is in a rear wheel drive with a lot of torque and bald tires. I mean, it's just fun, man. you got to admit Well, (laughs) until somebody hits you and a handle of whiskey in the passenger seat, too, because you're not going anywhere in the snow. (laughs) So for maximum safety. Oh, my gosh. I could just see. I can see you now, Captain. Rear wheel drive, just like. (laughs) You're just like down in the bottle of Jack. 
you know, that would have been me 10 years ago or so. Yeah, 10 years ago. Uh, no, but I never would have drank and drive, <laughs> dra- drank and drove like that. I've um, never drank Even and if drive. it was snowing. Yep. I have a story for you guys that oh. is a, it's a discovery for me. No way. This is kind of a unleash my superhero moment for me. I have discovered the bliss that is non-alcoholic beer, Brian. Interesting. Yeah. It took me forever to try it because, well, first of all, I, I used to just drink beer. And then when I stopped drinking alcohol, I like to have a beer or two while I cooked in the kitchen, right? But then even my body was kind of rejecting that even recently. And so I've, I've completely forsworn alcohol recently, as I've told you before. But then I thought, you know, I'm going to try this non-alcoholic, like Odul's or, you know, St. Pauli Girl, or, you know, a lot of companies have a non-alcoholic version. I think even Bud Light, Bush Light has a non-alcoholic version. I mean, seriously, Mm. I was so surprised at how much I can't tell the difference between it and regular beer. Really? Yeah. I I just couldn't believe I thought surely there's a difference. I mean, the alcohol in beer has to have some sort of taste modification. Really not that much, if at all. I mean, my taste buds can't tell. Mm. I guess my point is to unleash your superhero, Brian, anybody out there who was kind of like me, you, you drink beer occasionally just because you like the taste of beer consider switching to non-alcoholic because the taste is virtually the same and and i'm not talking like diet soda versus regular soda there's a there's a very distinct taste difference between oh for sure yeah not so with non-alcoholic beer it's Mm. basically the same taste and if you do that your liver is going to thank you interesting so So now I guess, and I don't know because I don't drink any beer because I don't like the taste of it, but I am curious to know, is there a difference like with your craft breweries? So, you know, if you're going and getting some Odell's or, or again, I don't drink beer, New Belgium, you know, some of the higher quality beers, I mean, are you going to taste a difference like that? It's kind of like decaf and calf coffee. There's a big Uh difference at the lower end of coffees and, and even mid end. So like a decaf Starbucks tastes different than their caffeinated and it's not as good. If you get yeah. high quality beans and you roast decaf correctly, then yes, you you really can't taste the difference. And in fact, some of the huh. decaf coffees, if they're high quality, will taste better than caffeinated coffees. Again, if it's done right. To answer your question, if craft breweries did a non-alcoholic version, based on the, the few data points I have so far, and I've, I've tried two or three brands of non-alcoholic beer so far, mm-hmm. and I've liked all of them. But they each taste a little different because they're brewed a little differently because of the company that does them. So my strong guess is that if those, you know, quote unquote, fancier beer companies did a non-alcoholic version, it wouldn't taste really any different than their regular. Honk my hooter. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah. Yeah. So I can drink I can drink beer again while I'm cooking, while I'm doing dishes. I'm really happy. That's great. Yeah, I'm happy. Cool for you story, too. bro. Right. It is a cool story. And you know what? It's a good thing, too, because if you can't taste the difference, then you're right. You're actually doing yourself a big favor. Huge favor. Now, so technically, there's a tiny little bit of alcohol, but it's like a point one percent or something like that or point five percent, maybe. So not no, enough to long. really affect you unless you're drinking. No, like cases you'd of have it. to drink tons of it to get a buzz. I yeah. think so. And then you're going to be so I fat. One or two. So fat. forget your eight pack, man. You'll be having like the, the 10 keg. Uh, it'd still around. be there. It'd just be under a bunch of fat. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't want all that fat. <laughs> hey, uh, mad scientist. Yeah. I'm still here. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm so good, man. Thanks for coming back and hanging out. So you got a cat last time we talked. I got a oh, cat yes. last time we talked. And I'm trying to remember the name of this cat, this said cat, because I, I remember you telling us and my brain. It's been so busy these last few weeks, like so busy. 
out of out of balance busy i don't remember your cat's name i'm so sorry nope you're totally fine he goes by a number of different things oh well Um, (laughs) technically i named him oz that's right i remember i i also refer to him as kitten oscar ozpin the professor Mm. dingus dingus yes I love dingus. Only when he's doing <laughs> dumb stuff. Yeah. Hey, dingus, but, get over here. And he comes. No, he is a absolute delight and a treasure. And he's very sweet. And he purrs a lot. Nice. And he cycles back and forth very rapidly between loud purring and happiness and wanting to snuggle mm-hmm. and <laughs> deciding that my feet are a new delicious type of mouse and pouncing. <laughs> That's awesome. Does he draw blood? Yes. Oh, okay. on on multiple occasions, he like, is. That is my alarm clock in the morning, like clockwork at like five thirty or six in the morning. Doesn't matter when I go to bed, but he just decides. You know what would taste really good right now? <laughs> Foot. Feet. Yes. Foot blood. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome oh, yeah. to another edition of My Cat Is Better Than Your Cat. All right, Captain Influence, tell us why your cat is better than the mad scientist's cat. Oh, my cat is better than mad scientist's cat because A, she's almost 18 years old, and B, she's like honey badger. She does not care. Whatever. She's like, meh, meh, meh. I want this. I want that. Meh. She's a superior animal. Mad scientist, why is your cat better than Captain Influence's cat? So my cat obviously has youth and bigger on his side. And to that point, he very frequently just runs up my back, climbs me like I'm Everest and he's Tenzing Norgay. He is so full of energy. He, I don't think he gives away what I want either, if I'm being perfectly honest, because he just like rolls around, chomping on whatever he wants. But he's also very soft and fluffy and he likes showers. All right, the real Brian. Why is your cat better than these guys' cats? I don't have a cat. I have a dog. <laughs> Dogs are better. Call, Woo! I'm, I'm going to call the winner. Mad scientist wins. Oh, all right. Yeah. Thank you for wow, playing. Did not expect that. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I would gladly trade my cat for yours right now. Uh, oh, no, not bad. really. She didn't. Oh. She didn't hear that. She oh. Hear that. Shh. <laughs> this is why she's just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she has a very distinct meow, and it's very demanding. But we love her. Oh, you have to. And senior oh, yeah. cats especially, they are just amazing. So experienced, sometimes so mellow, but no less deserving of love and attention and a good home. Amen, brother. Well, I agree with that for any animal that is, you know, needing of a good home. So I'm not a cat person. Okay, yes. Sarah, fine. no, I'm serious. Sarah grew up with <laughs> cats, and, and I just, you know what, though? When I was growing up in Phoenix... Everybody let their cats outside. You know, we don't have that here. And so, you know, you'd you'd hear cat fights. And, you know, I was a kid, a child, a young wee lad. And, you know, waking up to this horrific sound of cat fighting outside your window in the middle of the night, which I didn't know what it was at the time. (laughs) Sounded like demons, man. Demons just going at it, you know? Yeah. So, you know, that and then, of course, they were mean. And every time you'd walk up to pet them, they would turn over and just like and just draw blood and i'm like yeah that's been my experience with cats and i know they're not all like that <laughs> so i prefer uh, the uh, the canine variety i hear you man including wolves you've got a great dog you know what i would really like though is a hyena i mean after watching 
Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. I'm like, dude. I mean, I love hyenas anyway because dude, they're yes. they're just the coolest things, and they laugh. And I mean, they're they're brutal and vicious. I know that, but they're just so cool. And then when I saw that hyena in the movie, I'm like, dude, I want one of those. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, so could cool. not agree more. Now you got to finally see Harley Quinn, right, Mad Scientist? I finally got around to it, and. You know, honestly, I'm a little disappointed in myself that it took me as long as it did. Yeah, seriously, man. Honestly, I'm so sad that more people aren't getting to enjoy it and that it's not doing better than it is. Because Did, did you like it? I freaking loved it. Yeah, see, I did too. Uh, it has like so much manic energy. It's <laughs> amazing. Ewan McGregor chews the scenery so hard that I'm pretty sure he chipped a tooth. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and oh, y'all already know how I feel about Harley Quinn. Not exactly. Have we not been over this? No, I don't think so. Okay, how long is the show? Because this is going to take some time, and I hope you're sitting down. <laughs> I got the popcorn. I'll I got cut popcorn you off too. when we need to, but go ahead. No, but in all seriousness, <laughs> it's a really, really enjoyable movie, and I liked it a lot. No, no, tell me about Harley Quinn. I, I'm, 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 so we got our popcorn ready, dude. <laughs> no, I just love that devil make hair attitude. I love the aesthetic, the pink and blue hair. It's really, really awesome. Margot Robbie is just attractive. I see. That's what I thought you were talking about was Margot Robbie, not Harley Quinn. But you're talking about actually both the character and the actress. I mean, both. Yeah. So this is a little bit of a demented fandom story. <laughs> but in my uh, office, I already have a like cartoon Harley Quinn poster. Oh, nice. Because I have like a couple of DC posters up in here. I also have Aquaman. Mm-hmm. But after seeing the movie, I was like, you know, that was really awesome. And the posters for it were super cool. So I'm going to go on to Amazon and see if I can find like one of the the posters so that I can hang that one up. Mm-hmm. The one that I ordered, it's just like an 8 by 10 print. And what I realized when I got it was that it's not just the print that I ordered. It's like the set of six. Oh, it mm, was seriously? advertised in the thing. Wow. So now I have just this wall of Harley. <laughs> Because obviously I had to just hang all of them up. It has felt so empty in here because I've only just now started getting around to redecorating. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like finally getting settled in. I have the cat. I have everything set up as far as the music studio. And now I'm just needing some good, awesome artwork. Well, good, man. And you know what? That is good artwork. Movie posters and anything to do with our nerdy fandoms. How could you, you know, not even that the things we nerd out on, that's what you need up on your walls. No, it's totally true. Yeah. I've hung everything from movie posters to printed quotes from my favorite books. Anything that helps encourage me or just remind me what kind of person I want to be. I like that, man. Yeah, dude. Let me share something with you really quickly, because this, I think, would help you also remind you of the person you want to be. Sarah brought back, she uh, was in Kansas visiting her parents. She brought back this book and she found this at the bookstore and it was called Be More Leia, like Leia from Star Wars. Yeah. Find your rebel voice and fight the system. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, oh, so, you know, it's just one of those small kind of coffee table books, you know, where it's got just, it's just very light reading kind of thing and throws in these little, you know, those positive books that you're, they're just like, you know, stop and smell the colors and look up and enjoy a bright sunny day, you know, stuff like that except this is better. So it's talking about rebel against the system and it uses star Wars analogies in addition to unleashing your superhero, which is really cool. So for example, this first one's really fun. Choose your path. 
So first of all, you know, it's got quotes from the movie and it's Leia saying he's got to follow his own path. No one can choose it for him. Remember that one from the first movie. They talk about if someone is if something is wrong, a friend has suffered an insult for being different. Your boss refuses to listen to any ideas but their own or a masked warlord has blasted your home planet into atoms. You have a choice. Do nothing or try and make a difference. The road to change is not easy. No one can force you to be a rebel. You alone must decide to fight for what's right. I mean, it's super simple stuff, but I love how it brings in the Star Wars stuff in there. And there's a ton of stuff in here. And if you just kind of read this and soak this in, it'll inspire you. It'll help you unleash your superhero. That is awesome. Bringing us full circle. You know who else chose their own path and fought the system? Hmm. Harley freaking Quinn. Exactly. See, I thought this was a your mom joke. You know, you could do an entire book on Harley Quinn. No, it's totally true. Be more Harley. Be more Harley. Yeah. Yeah. Be more Harley. Break up with the Joker and fight the system. I like it. Oh, sorry. I just gave some of the movie away. All right. Believe in yourself. Here's another one. I'm going to read another one here for you. Believe in yourself. Mad scientist. I want you to believe in yourself and I want you to celebrate small victories. All right. I'm going to believe in myself and celebrate small victories. Believe you're doing the right thing no matter how much others try to rattle you. Okay. Some may say that you're making the fight all about you or that you're no different to the bullies that you're standing up to. I know that's not true. A healthy dose of introspection never hurts, but don't let others get into your head. If some hood wearing fiend says you're full of hate, prove him wrong with your courage and compassion. No one who shoots lightning from their fingertips should define you. And by the way, celebrate these small victories. This is one I need to hear all the time. Acknowledging success, no matter how incremental is essential. There's some really, really good stuff in there, and I just wanted to share that little book. It's it's something I'm nerding out on, and uh, I'm, I'm also, it's something I can help to unleash my superhero. So maybe I'll share a few more with you as I read more. Yeah, please do. Be more Leia. Be I more like Leia. It. Yep. Christmas gift idea for you guys. There you go. You have a little sister kitten coming soon, I understand, Mad Scientist. That is the plan. Nice. Um, the story goes, I'm on my vacation right now, and I, I really think that Oz needs a sibling. Yeah. <laughs> because if you have one cat, obviously you have to have two so that when you're gone, they won't be lonely. Right. Of course. So when is this but, little uh, sister, little sister coming? That's more of an Elvis. Song. So supposedly I spent some time uh, at the end of last week chatting with uh, one of the workers at the local animal shelter and she's in the middle of fostering a kitten right now who is going to be getting like all of the procedures spayed chipped whatever today mm-hmm. uh, then be available either later on this evening or tomorrow so i'm oh, gonna try so to very soon swoop in and adopt nice nice are they like within a year of age they'd be within a year it would be nice. like a few months okay. oh nice. oh cool you have to regale us with the updates once that all happens we'll have you back on here all what yep. we need to do is hear oh, the yeah. cats fighting and stuff that'll Stories. be really cool. just yeah. to, just to hear the sound of demons crashing into each other Clash of the Titans. Exactly. Speaking of Clash of the Titans, March Madness starts here ridiculously soon, like in a week or so. I can't believe this, man. I was like, you know. Already. Yeah. CSU wrapping up their season tomorrow. Actually, it's the last basketball game. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself, to be honest, for until the weather warms up, because <laughs> that's like my only activity that I can do when it's cold like this. Not really. That's not true. I know we've got a few listeners here that are huge March Madness fans. And in fact, one of them, I love this approach. He'll take the first, if he can. He'll take the first week of March Madness off from work and just stay home and watch basketball. And I'm like, (laughs) that is so much fun, though. And and one year I was actually sick during that week of basketball, which sucked. 
So I was forced to rest and I sat and watched a lot of basketball and did a little bit of work, you know, on my laptop. And I thought, this is fun. I'm going to do this more often. <laughs> Make it a thing, dude. I know. Well, you're, you're week off in March Madness. You know, my problem is, is that things have ramped up like crazy over the last couple of weeks. And so I'm not sure I'm going to be able to do that, but I'm definitely no. going to take some time. Uh, you know, I'll record all the games and watch what I can and have some fun. But speaking of some of the things that are ramping up and, you know, taking up more time, talked about this last week and the week before about starting back up the interviews, which, by the way, are going to be airing anytime now because I said they would start airing in March. Yep. So February ends tomorrow, people. It's coming. And you have one. You have one in the books already. So when's oh, I've that got one two in air? the books. And okay, two in the books. Yeah, two in the books and, and others that are recording as of this week and next week. And, you know, it's just it's going to be fun. So wow. within the next couple of weeks, Abel James will be on. You'll hear him. And then I've got, uh, like I said, more coming. So very exciting. You know what's fun, though? I get back. I start up these interviews again. I'm having a blast. I'm just, I mean, it's like my energy levels are high. I get done with the interview. I feel great. I'm smiling. I'm super energized and inspired. And then I'm just like, why did I stop doing this? One way or the other, as long as we do this with balance from here on out, don't ever let me stop doing interviews again because it's so much fun and you're going to love them. I'll remember that. You know what? Speaking of taking a break, man, I have taken way too long of a break from music because of really many things, man. Music as in playing music, playing the piano. Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay. Got no, it. not from listening. That's not going to happen, but right. It was a needed thing. There was a lot happening. Mad scientists. And I actually used to play together in a band We did, and we had a blast. And I got to tell you, when you left, things just changed, you know, the, the joy, because we did stuff. I mean, it was like, Hey, let's listen to this new Evanescence song. When it came out, let's figure it out by ear, for example, you know, or let's rearrange this song and do a version of it, you know, like spiritual plague. Remember their version of God rest. Oh, was it yeah. God rest you merry gentlemen or something like that at Christmas? Uh, God rest you merry gentlemen. I yeah. Think. And it was this rock version. <laughs> so much fun. Well, no, once, it's fantastic. Once you went off to med school, the creativity just kind of died. And, you know, I, I tried to do other things with music and it just didn't ever work. And so it became mechanical. It became going through the motions, you know, people that were going were there because they were committed, not because they were having fun and they weren't. And, you know, you know, the passion was gone. If you're playing music, you've got to have passion. And if you don't have passion in music, then honestly, what is the point? Really? Unless you're getting paid. And even then, really? So that said, I took a step back from music and I needed a break and I don't like to play for just myself. I want to get back into it. And I know you've been in a place where I know you took a little bit of a break, but now you're finally getting back into it, Mad Scientist, and you have no, very much. set up a studio. Is that correct? Yeah, I have. And firstly, let me just say, I had no idea I'd left such a large hole in your life when I left. <laughs> I'll try not to get a big hit from it. You did. Yes, you did. <laughs> and it's all your fault. And and I, I've gone through counseling because of that for now. And, and I'm just starting to get over that. And that was how many years ago now? I'm kidding. Go ahead. Too many. <laughs> No, no, no. I, I deserved that. <laughs> no, no, I'm, but, I'm uh, glad you went to med school. Believe me, that was a good thing. Uh, you and me both. It all worked out in the end. But yeah, I finally have a uh, little bit of a studio set up. I've, I've obviously now got the mic since I'm talking with you. Nice. Um, that's what I'm using right now. And uh, What mic do you have? Let's get nerdy. It's a Scarlet something or other. Oh, like a focus, right? Uh, yes. Focus, right. That's, that's the people. Interesting. I didn't know they made mics. I know they make like the, yeah. I have a box right here. That's a scarlet. It's a focus, right? Scarlet. 
Yeah, it came uh, packaged with the box. I didn't so I got know like that. the little converter box, all the wires, and yeah. uh, it came as part of like a package to get like that and some of the recording software. That's so cool. Yeah, it's actually been really good so far. Now, um, let me ask you this, though, because people always ask me, they're like, well, you know, if I buy this equipment, it's going to take me a while to set it up. And how do I do it? It's not easy, is it? It is a pain in the butt. Yeah. So firstly, I have so many wires in this freaking room that <laughs> I honestly don't know what connects where. Yeah, I get you. Because I'm cheap, obviously, and I don't want to buy like more than one quarter inch cable. So mm. I have to like bring it back and forth from the electronic drum set oh, to my yeah. bass, to my keyboard, to my yep. computer and <laughs> You know, it just gets tangled around everything. Everything gets wrapped up. I have random USB cables that are attached in different places. And that's not even getting into the stupid software. Oh, my gosh. So what are you using, by the way? Well, I originally downloaded uh, the free version of Pro Tools, which that's complicated, just wouldn't open after a certain number of times. So I quit using that. So I switched over to Ableton. Oh, I've heard good things about Ableton. Also the free version and I'm like starting to try to learn it. So now that I've got all the equipment set up, I'm trying to get a handle on the software. I have like a vague idea of what buttons do what, you know, the little triangle button is play Mm -hmm. (laughs) record and the, and the, and the square button is stop, right? It's usually red. Maybe I haven't gotten that far. And And the two vertical bars are pause. Yes. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yep. Pretty sure. There's one thing that playing with a lot of remote controls has taught me that. Beyond Wait, that, yeah. I open up the software and it's just this massive mess of boxes and lines and dials. Yeah. And I cannot begin to understand it right See, now. See, and this is the thing, okay? We are artists, we are creatives, and some people are both. Some people can actually nerd out on the software and they love it and they're super technical and they're musicians, but it's usually one or the other. So when you're trying to just sit down and say, I am just going to record and I'm going to love it and I'm just going to be creative and you're trying to run the software at the same time, is it me or does it not create a little bit of a conflict? (laughs) Only a little bit. See, okay, so I'm not the only one here, I think. But isn't all great music born? conflict <laughs> look at fleetwood mac that's true there you go well you know audacity is Wait. free by the way and a lot easier to use than some of those not as powerful for music recording mm. and i have logic Wait. on the mac and it's easier than most of those but i've heard of another one and i can't remember what it's called but another one apparently was much 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 easier and supposedly very user-friendly for a beginner and i can't remember the name of it i'm trying to find it for you but you know, someday I'll find it and let you know. Hey, oh but, yeah. Someday. Mad scientist. Now you said you had a drum set set up. You had a guitar set up multiple instruments. Do you, do you record on each instrument and then, and then mesh them all together in the recording? Theoretically. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I play all of those individually. I have so only tried recording on a couple of them so far. Okay. Only problem is, I can't sing worth a lick. So either yeah. I'm going to need some auto tune or need some uh, backup singers. I like the idea of auto tune, man. You could just be auto-tune. like this, this sweet little uh, T-Pain kind of thing going on. I'll yeah. be the T-Pain of alternative rock. Yeah. yeah. The white T-Pain. That's what you should call I yourself. A, I happen the to know from experience. 
<laughs> that you do not have to have a, a good voice even slightly to make auto-tune work. So oh, yeah. You're not wrong. No. No, wait, was, wasn't there a band a while ago called the Plain White Tees? Yeah. I could call myself the Plain White Tea Pain. Exactly. <laughs> See? You're already picking this up, man. I love this. Oh, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> That's right. Um, and I'm throwing my thing down right now, too. So, booyah. Well, it, I, I'm really glad you're set up. I'm glad you're set up, man. And one of these days, in fact, one of the cool things about recording music these days is that if we can actually figure out the stupid software, I can record something locally here. I can send it over to you, Mad Scientist. You can take that, yes. import it into your stuff, put down a drum track or a guitar track or whatever, send it back to me. You know what I mean? And like we, we can actually record each other's music remotely while listening to what each other did. No, so yeah, it's, it's so cool. Really sweet. Yeah. It's just a and matter of figuring it out, which I don't know yet. Yep. And that'll be the learning process. So that's my next to do. That's what I'm going to be doing instead of working. Okay. Well, or let's wait, whatever <laughs> I'm supposed to be. Wait, what? Remember your patients that need you there. They have to just hold out until you are done recording your music. We talked about this last time when you were on vacation. They had to hold out until you got back. Did no. You, yeah. Did it, you lose it's any? Fine. They've got Google. Yeah. He's terminal. Don't worry. I'll be back in a week. <laughs> <laughs> got to make some music. That's right. I got music to make. It's going to be fun, man. When we get this going, it will be a lot of fun. And by the way, you say you can't sing, dude, but I've heard you sing falsetto. Your version, speaking of Fleetwood Mac, of Stevie Nicks is just stunning. Let us know how the studio goes. And Luke, you and I get to do a little fun music stuff here soon. Oh, for sure. We'll be each other's session musicians. It's going to be great. <sighs> it's, it's about time, man. Hey, get this, guys. I've been finally watching STD. I'm sorry. Star <laughs> Trek Discovery. Wow. wow keeping, a watch, was, keeping a watch on STDs, huh, Brian? Woo, watching a documentary awesome. on a STD. Star Trek Season Discovery. Two. And it took me a while to get into it because when it first came out, I was just like, nah, I don't want to watch it. And that first episode still to this day of season two was just like, nah, uh, I was like, whatever. And also, you know, Orville was out and everything else was, I was watching too many things. So finally it's like, all right, I wrapped up Arrow. I wrapped up lock and key. Finally, I will, I will start watching Star Trek discovery. I have it. I'm ready to watch it now and I'm enjoying it. You know, it's not, it's still not amazing, but I'm enjoying it. And there are moments that I absolutely love about that show. And I'm not drinking the haterade anymore when it comes to to discovery. I am just noticing some things that I'm just like, okay, that just doesn't fit. Not Mm. that it's bad or it's not Star Trek or whatever. It's just like, eh, whatever. It's all good. I'm enjoying it. I'm going to keep watching it. And I, I do know that it gets amazing. So pretty How excited. far into it are you? I don't know. Episode four or five. Oh, yeah. Keep going. Yeah, okay. keep going. But I mean, it's it just fun. keeps ramping up. What's funny. I really like Pike, though. He's a good captain. And, you know, we've never yeah. really seen a lot of Christopher Pike. So this is fun to actually see that. But yeah, you know what it is, is I think Michael Burnham is just not. I mean, she's like the main character and I she's just not. I don't like her that much as a character. She's just kind of huh. like, eh. I mean, Spock was charming to Paul from Enterprise. The other Vulcan was also sort of charming. Sarek sort is of. charming, <laughs> <laughs> but Paul. Michael Burnham just, it just feels so two dimensional with no, I, I don't care about her and I don't feel like I really know her that well. So I've been like, eh. and as much as Tilly just doesn't fit in Starfleet at all, <laughs> I kind of right. like her character though. She is fun. She was growing on me in season two. All is well. Moving forward. I'll tell you what I think about it later. But Picard, man, just having a good time with Picard. Dude, get this. So 
you know, since the computer was down and well gone, didn't even have a PC. I was gaming on the consoles and I had NBA 2K19 from last year. So I decided after watching the all-star game that, you know what I should do is I should create a super team for the Phoenix Suns because, you know, the Phoenix Suns are my team and everything. So I'm like, well, let's see what I can create here. And they may or may not be too overpowered. I beat the Dallas Mavericks by 100 points. You're supposed to make super teams in that game. That's what's fun about it. I know, dude. OP the crap out of it. It was a blast. So here's what I did. I created myself, of course, the real Brian. And of course, the real Brian has to be good. Shooting guard 6'4". Booyah. I'm, of course, a three-point shooter because in real life, I actually am a three-point shooter and I like shooting threes. I I was trying to break my real-life record. I had eight threes in a game that we played once. So I got 11 threes in in this actual NBA 2K19 game. Does your avatar look like you? As close as I can get it. Of course, he's younger because, you know, you play in the NBA at a younger age. So I have everybody like at their peak ages. But I brought LeBron on. I brought Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in. Um, I've got... Let me let me see here. Luka Doncic is in there. I had to bring Nikola Jokic from the Nuggets because I love him. And of course, I'm a Nuggets fan as well. You know, Steve Nash, Kevin Johnson, all those great guys, you know, from the years. There's more. But Booker, you Suns fan. I got Devin Booker. Don't worry. He's on there. He's my he's my backup. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) But dude, it's been really fun. And I decided, okay, I'm going to turn up the difficulty. I'm going to make the CPU harder to play. You know, it's still pretty easy. So I keep trying to like knock it up a little bit more. I don't want it to be stressful, but I also want it to be like a not a 100 point blowout. It's crazy. That's kind of been my experience with just sports video games in general, actually, where once you understand like the mechanics of the game and generally how to do things, it ceases to become fun because you're just so overpowered and you just do the thing right and you blow out literally everyone the game throws at you. And that's fun to me. I, I love yeah, that. I too. don't play sports games, but that's how I would do it. It's, it is fun. Yeah. You know, what's really cool about this game though, is that, and this is not typical for most games. Most games, it's usually like, okay, you can go from like easy to medium to hard to legendary difficulty. And that's about it. And usually the hard to legendary is so ridiculously different that it's impossible. This game, you can get super granular. So you can set the CPU sliders and you can set the, like my sliders for as a, as the gamer. And so like your three point percentage, you can set from zero to 100%. And I mean, it's everything it's dribbling, it's passing, it's stealing, it's blocking. It's how many fouls you're going to commit. You know, are you good at stealing versus accidentally fouling them? I mean, you can get that granular in the game for yourself and also for the computer. Mm-hmm. So it ends up really actually being fairly accurate if you do tweak it correctly, Okay, which is fun. I mean, I've never seen anything like that. It's, really cool but it's a positive game and i've always wanted the phoenix suns to just take a championship so that's what's going to happen <laughs> oh my gosh if you can't get it in real life you get it in video games that's right Wait, what so this whole be more leia book has inspired me to i don't really want to write a book but it's uh, we always joked about writing a book called everything i ever learned in life i learned from either star trek or sci-fi and video games right i don't know if i'll write a book but i, I kind of thinking that i should do this because you're right and that actually right there, mad scientist is one of the chapters. If you can't get it in real life, get it in a video game. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter one will probably just say Star Trek. Hey, I want to shout out to Analicious. Um, I'm sorry. An attack. Sorry. She changed her name, by the way. Mad scientist. Now, mad scientist. Yeah, I heard was a co-host on the radio with us when Anne was Analicious. So way back in the day. I know and she is now an attack, but 
For Valentine's Day, she made Sarah and me some homemade chocolate-covered cherries and also Ooh. homemade caramels. Dude. Spoiled. I just want to say thank Sounds you. Sounds pretty good. Those were amazing. I'm waiting for more. Hint, hint. So, Mad Scientist, I know you're a big music buff. Do you have anything mad to share with us? <laughs> oh, I always have some new releases that I'm tracking. A couple of notable upcoming albums that I'm getting super into right now are from my probably two favorite bands. One being The Birthday Massacre. I think I've mentioned them before. Mm -hmm. New music's coming out. Their first single's out now. Forget what it's called because that's the (laughs) kind of day I'm having. (laughs) The Sky Will Turn. It's really good. Okay, nice. Super exciting. They are also going to be touring or at least playing a couple of concerts with another of my favorite bands, which is Nightwish. If you're into like vaguely Viking flavored Finnish symphonic metal, <laughs> well worth checking out. Are you serious? Nice I am dead serious. Oh my it's gosh. So good. Okay, hold on. I'm going to put this in my Spotify list. I just put the birthday massacre song on my Spotify list, the brand new one. Oh yeah. And then so, Nightwish just Nightwish. put out a single called Noise. Oh my gosh. Which is Finnish. also just so good. Fin- Wait, explain that again. It's Finnish viking symphonic metal it's yes <laughs> for all intents and purposes that it's is not so like, cool their bassist slash backup vocalist is basically a viking he's got like the <sighs> giant braided beard the long flowing hair um, i see his picture <laughs> yes you're not kidding either that it's, or he's an elf you know i haven't no, that out he's a dwarf he's a dwarf forget it that is a <laughs> full-on dwarf right there Oh, that's beautiful. All right. I just added that noise song to my list as well. Do it, dude. And then the last one that I do want to give honorable mention to the naked and famous. Yeah, I have a thing for bands with vaguely inappropriate sounding names. Okay. okay. (laughs) And I think I talked about this last time too. the birthday massacre, Mm -hmm. the naked and famous. Yeah, they're putting out new music. Bury us is out now. You like that one? So good. Okay. Added it. So those are the mad scientists three to watch. Well, feel free to join my Spotify playlist. The link is in the show notes. And for those of you who already have, thank you. I will have those three songs that you mentioned in there. They are in there right now. In fact, so go get them. Don't forget about captain influence playlist. The captain influence yep. playlist. Sorry, I have the, three followers and I love all three of you. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the mad scientist needs to become number four. Or are you number three? He doesn't, he doesn't need to be. Oh, yes. No, it's good. Dude, there's some great stuff in there. You'll, you'll appreciate it. The captain in when <laughs> do you spell influence with an S or a C? A C. Uh, a C. Yeah. It's spelled like it is. What are you talking about? Are you talking about like the, the British version of it? You have four followers now. Yay! Oh, really? Aw. <laughs> Just made my day. That's what I do. You guys like the Dropkick Murphys, right? Oh, of course. So they have a brand new song called The Bonnie, and it is like old school Dropkick Murphys Irish rock. It's so great, especially we're coming up on St. Patrick's Day. It is a great one to add to your playlist. It's on mine. There's this artist that I just discovered. His name is Zonte. I think that's how you pronounce it. Z-A-U-N-T-E-E. Never heard of him before. Pulled him up. I was like, who is this dude? And there's a song called Center Stage. And oh my gosh, it's fantastic. There's something about it. I'm just like, ooh, I like the style. And it's, it's, there's a lot of variety in it. Check it out. Switchfoot fans, they have a new song. It's amazing. These guys have been around since the 90s. They're still putting out new music. It's called Let It Happen. It's very interesting. It's almost um, mesmerizing. 
I'm a huge fan of Sophie Tucker or Tucker. I think it's Tucker, right? Sophie I like Tucker. I like the color Tucker, but yeah, you're probably. Yeah, she's right. French. I'm pretty sure, man. Sophie Tucker. Tucker. Man, I like her. Anyway, brand new song called "Feeling Good." Very good. And dude, no matter what people say about Justin Timberlake, the dude is talented. And he's awesome. Yeah, I I've loved his music. And some people are like, "Oh my gosh, he was so cheesy and in sync and all that." Where, where, where were you in sync? Oh, all that Jerry curls, man. That was a good look. Sorry, that was um that was Wanda Sykes in her uh, Oracle moment. That was awesome. I love Wanda Sykes. Meek Mill and Justin Timberlake put out a song called Believe, and it's good if you like that style. So check it out. Have you heard Wanda Sykes in? Uh, I'm sorry, I got to pull this one out, man. In in Crank Yankers. Did you ever oh, watch no. those those prank calls? Some of them are are not appropriate. I'm just going to be honest. So you know, it's not family friendly per se. But there was this one that somebody sent me years ago. And she was calling this auto mechanic because she had gotten her car worked on and said that one of their mechanics had left a huge turd in the backseat of her car. Uh. <laughs> it was so funny. A little bathroom humor for those of you. But it was great, man. And I, I love her. She is, she is funny. Um, a little inappropriate at times. I don't like that. Oh, whatever. You want to know, though, what is appropriate? Deep Thoughts with Captain Influence. For every deep thought I have, I have a thousand shallow thoughts. Altogether, my thoughts are pretty shallow. Maybe I should start a Shallow Thoughts by Captain Influence. Here's the first one. The mom in Lock and Key is hot. Mad Scientist, it has been great having you back, man. I appreciate it. Oh, it has been so great being back. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, and I know we would talk Anytime. longer. You know, we, we always could, but uh, we just got to have you back again. We'll get an update on oh, your cat absolutely. and on the music and on your Viking Finnish symphonic death metal anything else you could possibly bring up i mean i I just need more of that didn't you say you had like some japanese death metal at one point probably that's the marker of how far down the rabbit hole i've gone yes is if i start listening to japanese metal you were telling me about that when we were having coffee and i I never checked it out and i needed to so you got to send me a link of that and i'll put it in my playlist i'll see what i can do i'll uh i'll i'll find some stuff and put it in the playlist i love that well thank you for being on thanks for coming back appreciate it good luck on um your terminal patients while you're on vacation uh oh yes hopefully they they stay alive i'm sure they'll be fine yeah they'll be fine (laughs) captain influence as always a pleasure man oh thanks dude i can't wait to hear how your eight pack develops with all of that non-alcoholic beer you're drinking really i know yeah it's like a superpower seriously yeah. seriously I'll, I'll fill you in later all right well you know what the music means oh yeah it's time to go there sonny boy no we want to stay and spray lemon pledge all over the microphone to keep nice and lemony fresh lemony fresh yeah well we'll <laughs> talk about picard on monday come join us the interviews are starting very soon don't worry i'll, I'll you will be surprised they're actually happening they they're, are they're, They are happening. Have a great week. Real Brian Show is signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.